Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to I Want to Be Real podcast. Um, today's podcast is entitled God is Not Surprised. You know, um, I was sitting here trying to decide on what I was going to do the inspiration on, really, of course, praying and seeking God to make sure that I'm in alignment to what it is that He would have me to say, you know, um, to you all, to be an encouragement to you. And so, I kept looking at the news today and, you know, so many, many different things that are transpiring and happening. And, you know, you get these alerts on your phone and, you know, one minute you're trying to figure out, okay, what's, what's really going on. And, you know, the human side of you, um, automatically, um, goes into this mode of God. Um, do you see what's happening around us? Do you see, what's transpiring do you see what's happening like you know you you I don't know about you but that's what that's what I normally do I normally go straight into modes of concern and uh you know like I said I'm only human um that's my concern and I make sure that I try to voice those things you know with God and so in the process of me looking throughout today I was like you know something is off, something is, is not adding up, something is not right. And so I kept reminding myself that God is all seeing, he's all knowing, he's all powerful. And he, he is not surprised by anything um, that we encounter or anything that we face. And, you know, there's a scripture in Matthew uh, chapter 6, verses 33 through 34 and it says seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need so don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries today's troubles is enough for today and you know I was thinking to myself you know when when we actually pray God is the one who brings forth the peace that we need and he clarifies our process when there's a chaos or when there's frustrations or when we have a, a, a place of unknowing. And, and when he clarifies the process, we're then able to be productive in the aftermath. And so our days can't can't start or they shouldn't start off uh, without us ex- first acknowledging God. And our days can start off so good. I think we can have an amazing day, you know, get up refreshed and excited. But there, it, it could be one wrong conversation or one wrong thought or one wrong distraction that can cause our peace to be interrupted. And see, after I had this conversation with, you know, with, with God this morning, he reminded me of how important it is to celebrate the start of a day because someone didn't wake up this morning. And if somebody did wake up this morning, the question is, did they wake up in their right mind? Not everybody woke up acknowledging and knowing who they were. Not everybody woke up being conscious of what today is. But yet he have saw fit for you and I to wake up. You're able to hear what I'm saying. You're able to grasp what I'm saying. You're able to tune in um, to hear what it is that God has spoken um, through me to speak to you. And so. It's moments like that where it allows me to go back into my day and realize that, you know what, I'm here, I'm present and God is available. So why not just trust the process, even if it doesn't make sense, 
in a world system, even if there's chaos in the world, even when CNN is posting something, um, you know, on, 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 on an ad or when the news come on, the first thing that you hear is something that is uh, heartbreaking and it makes you wonder like, God, how is it that I'm living in such a world, but yet I'm called by you? How is it that I'm living in such a world, yet I'm protected and covered by you? How is it that I'm living in the world and I belong to you? And God consistently remind me that there's I'm only here for a season and what I do for this season and for this time is solely left up to the decisions that I make on today. So I can either complain about what I do not have or I can walk into the fullness of his power and the fullness of his glory and be able to walk in who he's called me to be in the earth realm for the season in which I am here. So we serve a God who loves us. He, he, he knows everything there is to know about us. And it's amazing when we start our conversations off with him first. It's amazing when we consult him about our day. Like he's in control of our time. He's in control of our breathing, our, our functionality, like everything there is that makes up who we are. God is in control of it. He gets to choose our awakening. And see, when we seek him first, it makes functioning a lot easier when a world that is not profitable for you or in me. We serve a responsible God. I know regardless of what you see on TV, what the world's looking like, gas prices going up and we trying to figure out all this, what's happening, people hacking stuff and all this or whatever. But we serve a responsible God. We serve a God that is aware. We serve a good God. And with this knowing, why do we try and conquer stuff on our own? Like, like, why do we feel that we have to be Superman or Superwoman in everything that we do? And don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking those who do it. But there are some things that are required only strictly for God. It's one thing to strengthen yourself, but it's another thing to try and do it alone. And you may ask, you know, how I want to how do how do I do that when my schedule is so busy? The kids got me going all over this place and I'm trying to take care of my parents. I have all of these different things. And I'm going to tell you the same thing that I had to consistently remind myself that it's easy. And the reason that it's easy, I know you got a busy schedule, but you have to, we have to make time for him. And I know that we can sometimes become so busy and overwhelmed with our day and our daily activities and the schedules that we plan. I know how it can be, but we should always make God our priority, regardless of how busy our schedule is each day, regardless of what we feel, regardless of what we think. To be honest, he's the reason we have a schedule in the first place. And see, God is not surprised by who you are. God is not surprised about what's before you. God is not surprised by the things that you have in your hand. He's given us the ability to walk in, in these things. But yet we forget him, yet we forget to acknowledge him, yet we forget to um, remind him that that he is the, the 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 lover of our souls. Like he 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 loves us enough that even in the midst of us having busy schedules, he still makes sure that we have the things that we need. Like nothing that we do takes him by surprise. Nothing that we do, nothing that we say, nothing that we, we have conquered, nothing that we have endured 
has ever taken him by surprise. He's not shocked by your schedule. He is not surprised. You know, I was looking at the news and in the process of me looking at the news and, you know, um, my friend um, uh, Janelle had texted and she was like, you know, um, you know, y'all need to make sure you guys get gas and stuff like that. So, you know, cool. This was yesterday. And so I went and I filled up. And um, at that time, I think it was like maybe 260 or two. Yeah, about 260 something. And so when I um, got in a car this morning and I was headed out and on my way to work and I was looking at the, the, the gas stations and I saw people, you know, lined up at the gas station. And, and I was like thinking to myself, one, one or two things. One, I'm glad that I, I went when she sent out the text message to go and and get the gas. I was happy about that. But secondly, I was thinking to myself, is this what it's going to look like whenever he returns? Like, are there going to be people who didn't have time, who had the time, but didn't make the time to acknowledge him? But now they're trying to fill up. Now they're trying to get get the gas at a cheaper price when the people were telling us that you need to get gas. And so I kept thinking to myself, we live in a world that it does not matter what they are told. Sometimes they feel like their source of urgency in their own wheels and getting their own stuff done. Uh, it takes precedence over what media is saying or what the news is saying, what the president is saying. And, you know, I may not agree with everything that is being said of warning signs and that you need to do this and you need to do that just because I may not agree with certain things. That doesn't mean that I'm not listening. I'm not listening to make sure that I'm aware of this or make sure that I'm safe or making sure that I'm following the guidelines that is asked of me because I am living in this world. And I think that's one of the things that 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 maybe that I would say that it's hard to sometimes sit back and, and see because I don't want to be one of those who barely make it in because of my own disobedience and because of my own urgency to have my will done versus what God has said concerning my life. I've made a lot of mistakes by doing stuff that I thought would benefit I wanna or I thought that I had a better plan for it and not really hearing the hearing the voice of God the way that I needed to because I was engulfed in what it is that I wanted to do and I was like you know this plan could actually work if if we do it this way or if I do it that way and I have been in that space and in that place where I've tried to do things on my own or I've tried to make make stuff make sense in my in my view but it was so hard it was so difficult but one thing that I'm reminded when I was thinking about uh the people that was at the gas station and you know at the gas tank and you know in line you know I mean it was packed when I tell you it was so many people oh my goodness it was packed and that was an eye opener for me that now listen I'm gonna be honest with you I always have 
I'm, I'm grateful for this. Don't don't get me wrong. This is not a cocky thing, but I, God always reveals a story to me in the simplicity of just somebody driving, you know, somebody in a big truck or and it's got the word swift on it or um, God deals with me in so many different ways that I can just see something and I and I can get. I can get something from it. Like um, prime example, one of my friends, she sent me um, this two pictures that she did. And in the picture, um, it was um, it, it looks like it was going over a bridge. She was going over a bridge. And um, in one of the pictures, it looked cloudy and it looked, you know, gloomy and it was just. You know, oh my goodness, it was, it looked like it was about to have a, you know, a very bad storm. And then she sent me another picture and in that picture it was black and white, but it was, it seemed like it may have been the same picture, but it was just one was in a color form. The other one was in black and white. And she sent this to me today and she said to me uh, in text message, um, I'm actually going to tell you the name of her um, business is called Look at Me Photography and Videography. Uh, when I tell you she's amazing at what she does, she has amazing work. Her pictures are are phenomenal. Her videos are prompt, are good. She's just amazing at at what it is that she she does. And she texted me and she was like, you know, here are two photos to start you on your way with your inspirational quotes. And I was just riding in the car. And when I got to the red, like I said, oh, that's beautiful. And she replied back, thank you. And so immediately, this is what I saw. I said, um, you know, out of those two pictures, again, let me, let me explain the pictures to you. It looks like she's going over a bridge and you know how you have the little bridge um, covering. And it looks like one picture is looks stormy. It looks like, you know, there's a lot going on. It's like, it looks like it's going to be bad weather. And in the other picture that she sent me, it was a black and white picture of the same picture. And this is what I typed to her in just that moment. And I'm grateful that God gives me this eyesight, you know, to just be able to see stuff. And I, and I text her and I said, we're often on the same journey, but you can never measure what you see by what God has shown me. The goal is to stay the course, stay focused and watch us make it to the same destination, the same place, the same journey, but different sceneries. Listen, <laughs> y'all, let me tell you why this is exciting to me, because it helps me to balance my life. God, God reveals stuff, even in the simplicity of pictures, like he's all around us. He's around us when we don't even realize that he is literally in our space. He just longs for us to have a conversation with him, to talk with him. Like when I tell you my conversations with him has been like in a space of God, I need this. God, I, I, I need you to show me this or, you know, God, I hope you have an amazing day. God, thank you for taking taking out the time to even consult with me. Thank you for riding with me to work. Thank you for making sure that I get from point A to point B safely. Thank you for just covering me throughout my work week. Thank you for making sure that I have food 
Thank you for the money that I have in my account. God, I thank you for the increase that you're bringing into my life. Like, and then I have conversations with him. I tell him about my day. I tell him not that he doesn't know, but the conversation, the conversation, it, it reminds me that I am not alone. It reminds me that he is consistently in my life as long as I allow him to be. See, the thing about it is, is that even though he is all seeing and he is all knowing, he still gives us a choice. And what we choose to do with making the right choice is solely left up to us. He is such a gentleman. He does not bombard us with with his presence. He does the, doesn't bombard us with just um, what his will is for our lives. He longs for us to, to long for him. That's important. So nothing that we do, nothing that we say, it none of that takes him by surprise. He is not surprised by those things at all. And I think that's what I love in my relationship with him is that I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to have it all together. I don't have to know what is best for my life. Like he knows all of that. All I have to do is go to him and present myself to him. I got to make sure that I'm honest before him. That's why I always tell you, make sure that in everything that you do, that you're honest with God about where you are. It's not that he don't know where you are because he does. The thing of the fact of the matter is, is that he wants you to be able to properly identify where you are so that he can know how can I help you in the place that you're in? When you think about whenever he talked to Adam and um, Adam and Eve in the garden and they were trying to hide themselves from him, he asked them a question. He said, who told you that you were naked? It's not that he asked the question because he didn't have the answer. He is the answer. He wanted them to be able to properly identify where are you? Where's your state of mind? So let me tell you this. Anytime God asks you, ask your question, honey, he's not asking you that because he don't know. He wants you to be aware of where you are and what it is that he's asking you. Because a lot of times we can be in a place that is not conducive for where God is really placed for us, like ordained for us to be. It's a journey. It's a process. And nothing that we do, again, I'm telling you, nothing that you do have taken God by surprise. Your past is your past. What you have dealt with, you've dealt with. What you have been through, you have been through. Yeah, you got scars, you got memory, you got things that you have experienced in life. You have hurt that, you, that you've experienced. But all of that, at the end of the day, God is still sovereign. God is still loving. God is still kind. God will still make sure that he made good on everything that he promised you. But it's getting back into his alignment. It's getting back into his will. So God is not surprised by where you are. There's a scripture in um, Psalms 139 uh, verse 16. And it says, you saw me before I was born. And every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a singular day had passed. And listen to me, as shocked as the world was about what we went through in 2020, a pandemic hitting, shutting down the entire world, 
we fighting against something. We to this day we still fighting against something that we can't see. Yet none of it took God by surprise. He wasn't shocked when the announcement was made that the entire world would encounter a shift. Like he wasn't taken off guard by it. We were. And see, if he holds the entire world in his hands, if he oversees the entire world, then why do we feel as if he's not aware of what's happening around us and in us? This is why we must rest in his bosom. This is why we must rest in his will. This is why we must rest in him. This is why we must consult and seek him for everything. This is why we adjust to his will and to his plan and not our own. Because we serve a God that speaks volumes without ever laying out the details. We serve a God that hears the heart of his people in every area of this world. Like he can hear my cry and bless you at the same time. He can hear my frustrations and cover your children at the same time. This is why we need to be consumed in God. See, the consumption will drown out the doubt and it would actually really truthfully silence the noise that we hear. And when we drown things out, we cause that very thing to die through submersion. My question to you is, what are you willing to submerge? What are you willing to let die? So that you can actually begin to live. If the scripture doesn't give you comfort in chaos. If your relationship with God doesn't give you. Peace. And adversities. Then I don't know what will. See God is very clear. About what's happening around us. We're now in a place where we must trust his leading. Even if the path is unclear. I want you to trust and believe. That God knew we would actually be where we are. He knew we would be here. He knew what our state of mind would be. He knew what our emotions would say. He knew that we would be in and out of trusting him, believing him, and not really understanding and trying to match it up with what we live in at in this world. But he is not surprised by anything that's happening around us. We are. But to give you comfort and to keep you reminded that we serve a God who loves us unconditionally. I want you to take this week. I want you to take this week and take some time and just think. Think about all the things that you've lost. Okay. And when you think about all of the things that you lost, some of those things, yeah, they may cause you to cry a little bit or hurt or be mad. But I want you to think about those things because you no longer have. I want you to think about the people that either removed themselves from your life 
or God removed them. I want you to think about these people. And I know some of those moments and some of those people are that, that, that hurt because you didn't expect for them to leave and you, you wanted some people to actually stay. But I want you to look at where you are now. And I, I want you to think a moment, think about the people that left and the people that are no longer in your life, the people who willingly walked out of your life. And I want you to think about, again, where you are. And I know that there's a stretch in the, 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 the moment. I know there's a stretch in the timing. Some people have, have left your life. It's been two years, five years, ten years, some a day, a month, a week. And I know I know you're you're looking at it and you're looking at it from the lens of a hurt individual or a person who is longing for what has left or what is no longer present. But I want you to think about something bigger than what left. That's where God be trying to get me to see sometimes. Yes. You no longer have a lot of things that you wanted tangibly in your hands. And yes, some people have left your life. But I need you to see how better you are because of them and their departure. Like, I was thinking over the Mother Day, you know, I... I often think of my grandmothers. Um, One of my grandmothers I stayed with a lot. I spent a lot of time with. and um, Actually, it was yesterday. I was starting to, like, miss her like crazy. It was like... I could see her face and I can smell her clothes it was just that tangible and you know I do have my moments where I'll cry and sometimes the the tears will fall like she just passed and then I'm reminded too that she may not be here in the flesh but spiritually some of the decisions that I make my taste in furniture and um, certain flowers that I get and certain things that I do it reminds me so much of her and so I picked up a lot of stuff and although she's not here I'm better because if I can be honest with you if my girl my granny was leaving I would actually probably be with her <laughs> oh my god I would probably be living with her honey <sighs> we just had that type of relationship she was my friend and I don't take those moments lightly like I'm grateful for those memories. I'm grateful for those times. But I'm better. Because I've stepped in areas that I never would have had she been still here. 
because I would have been bound to one location. I love my parents and their biggest thing, at least my dad's biggest thing is you got to see the world. (laughs) You just got to know my daddy. My mom is okay as long as we FaceTime and I'm cool with that. So I try to make sure that I'm, I'm present and us talking and I'm saying all that to say that your life is consistently moving. And I don't want you to get caught or lost in the moment of what you no longer have and who left. That none of those things took God by surprise. He knew that your mind would be where it is. He knew that your thought process would be what it is. He's, I often feel like God is, we've got to actually catch up with him. Because <laughs> he's moving at a speed and a, and a time that is outside of this world's time. And I just kept telling him today, I don't want to miss anything that you have for me. I don't want to miss, and, 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 and you guys, it's beyond the blessings and the promises that he had. I just don't, I don't want to miss him. I don't want to, I don't want to miss out on him because of my own disobedience. So I, all of the world have been taken by surprise by what's happening around it. And some of us have been caught off guard by these things. But I just came to tell you none of these have taken him by surprise. He's not shocked. We were. So I pray for you. I pray that your mind would go in a space that would allow you to really hear God's voice. Pray that you wouldn't wait till an issue or a situation or a problem or, you, or, or lack would cause you to get in the face of God and bow before him and seek him for every single thing. I pray that your life would be an example that is pleasing unto him. I pray that you will walk in the fullness of your power and authority by the way of the Holy Ghost. I pray that God will continue to show you that he is your grace and he is your mercy. I pray that your life will not fall apart. Even in the midst of walking in the unknown, I pray that you will consistently remind yourself that God has always provided for you. I pray that you will be consistent in your worship, consistent in your prayers, consistent in your times talking to him. I pray That you will not forget who he is and what he has been for you and to you. I pray that as you wake up in the morning, that before you even hit the ground running, that you'll tell God, thank you for the gesture of waking you up. I pray that you'll take moments in and you will embrace them. I pray. That you'll spend time with your children. 
I pray that you would be what your spouse need. I pray that you'll hear the, 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 the cares of your parents. I pray that you'll open your ears so that you can truly hear, not just from your, your hearing, but from your heart. I pray for you. Nothing that we do takes God by surprise. Nothing. 